We have one of my favorite players from the HBCU Combine, Shamar Bridges, wide receiver out of Fort Valley State, joining us for a feature Friday to break down his play on the field, who he is off the field, and also his preparation for the NFL Draft. Oh, yeah, it's Locked on HBCU. Play my music. You are Locked on HBCU, your daily podcast covering HBCU sports. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, family? Welcome back to another episode of the Locked On HBCU Podcast, your number one daily one-stop shop for everything HBCU Athletics, Monday through Friday. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And I am Darian Gray, a.k.a. the Mouth of the South, Texas Southern alum and former TSU Herald Sports editor. Thank you for making Locked On HBCU your first listen of the day every day. And today's episode is brought to you by my mama. Happy birthday, mama. I love you. You know that. But I had to give you a shout out on the podcast. So I can't wait till you hear that. And for you, I can't wait until you get to hear Shamar Bridges interview. Just discussing everything about playing on the field, being off the field, who he is, how Florida has shaped him. And then just also preparing for the NFL draft. Matter of fact, I can't wait so much. I'm going to play it right now. Listen to this. I have with us today Shamar Bridges, wide receiver out of Fort Valley State. You heard us talk about him after the HBCU Combine. We did feature Friday on him, and now he's here in person. Thank you for joining the show with us today. Oh, yeah. I appreciate you for having me. Thank you. No doubt. So I want to dive into some of the things about just on the field, off the field, preparing for the draft, because that's the major goal. But I want to start off with being on the field. When you're watching yourself, when you're watching your own film, what's the first thing that just jumps off the screen? The first thing that you take away from your film? Um, I feel like uh, somebody that can move um, and do things with a bigger body that I feel like is not usual. Um, uh, I don't feel like everybody with the size I have can move side to side. Um, you know, versatile as far as moving in and out, running routes, um, you know, and, and can have a pop and explosion by themselves. Um, so that I would say that and just going up and getting the ball, you know, there's plays on my film that you see me just going up and getting it. And I think that just kind of jumps out on the film. So things like that, just bringing uh, athleticism, you know, part of the game, but also, you know, a technical part um, and bringing that with my size. I think that that pops out on film. Yeah, and your size combined with your athleticism is one of the things that we talked about at the Combine when we spoke a couple of weeks ago. Right. And I guess I should ask, was it important for you to try to defy some of those stereotypes? And what are those stereotypes of a big of a big receiver? Yeah, that was very, very, very important for me. Um, that's something I, I take pride in, and that's something I, I really take personal because um, I'd say some of the stereotypes is just a big receiver is just, you know, big uh, – you know, they're not real agile, just possession receivers, just somebody can go and get the ball and just the, the typical big, you know, receiver. But I try to defeat that. They're like, nah, you can move me. I can run routes just like if I was six foot, 190, like, or, you know what I mean? And, um, and then when I get the ball in my hands, I can, I can have wiggle. I can move. I can do, I feel like anything that a smaller person can do too. So that was real important to me to show that I'm not just an athlete that play receiver. I feel like I'm a receiver that has athleticism. You know, I take my, my craft real serious. I've been doing this my whole life. So I don't want to be just labeled as somebody just athlete. That's just like giving me like I'm just raw talent. Like, nah, like I really work at technique and all the little things it takes to be a pro. So uh, that was that was real important to show I'm detailed. And uh, I believe I did that and I'm going to keep doing it. And 
just keep, you know, just using as fuel for the fire. Yeah, so please don't get it confused. He is agile. He does have pop, but he is not a small guy in a big body at all. An all-around yeah. receiver that pairs the size well with athleticism. Right. When you're thinking about yourself, what would you say your number one defining trait as a receiver is? It can be mental or it can be physical. Um, I say, I say number one for me as a plug, I feel like my 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 mindset, the work, the work ethic, the work I put in. Of course, I could say my my catching hands and or just other stuff like I kind of named, but I all my my game is built off perseverance, grit, uh, and just what I've been through, working hard you know, obstacle after obstacle and just kept going. So I feel like my hard work, the mindset, just never, not, not, let, not letting anything get in my way. Um, and just, I feel like that that's what pushed me. That's the core of my game. Of course, I have some God-given abilities, but it's my mindset and the work ethic and the focus I've always had. I think that's what makes who I am. So you're from Florida, Jacksonville, Florida, and Florida yes. is just a hotbed for talent. Like it's oh, so yeah. much talent in the state of Florida. You know, I'm here in Texas, so we know about great football in a lot of people, at least here, don't give Florida the credit that it deserves for being just a phenomenal high school football, you know, state. Right. But having all that talent around you from a young age, how do you think that impacted your game as a player today? Um, it impacted a, a great amount. It it, it, it bring that dog out of you because, like, in Florida, including I just speaking from my city, Jacksonville, you can go to any park and you're going to see somebody that play at some big college or he's a five star, or he's in the NFL. Like you go any part, you just be driving by, and boom, you see players out there. Like it's just everywhere. They come dime a dozen, and I think that brought that dog out of you. Everybody got a different type of mindset and type of mentality out there. Like it's not, we're not taking nothing from nobody. And so when you around a bunch of people like that, and then you start training with a bunch of people that's been to the highest level, and they, you you getting around that, it just only you know bring it only you know brings it to you. You know it sheds off on you and. We just got that mentality, that, that that killer mentality, and um, everybody just like you said, football in Florida's, you know, saying eat, drink, sleep, it's everything. You know, what I mean, people hoop, but football is the king. So, uh, I think that 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 was important for me, and going other places, I feel like I I can sense the difference from where I grew up and being around football, including at Pop Warner, how serious it is when you're young. So I think that just carries with you when you get older. You're just a competitor. Yeah, I agree. Look. From one great state of football to another. Oh, yeah. But when you're looking in the league, if you wanted somebody who maybe doesn't have access to your film, haven't seen hasn't seen you play, give an NFL comp for your style of play for those who are listening. Um, I think I'd say all around. I think I think I can do a lot of different things. Um, I, I would say I, I would say, like I said, discipline, but I, I would just say just all around, like, you know, um, I, I and personally for me versatile, you know what I mean. I feel like there's nothing on the field I can't do, even if that comes to special teams. You put me at gunner, just being the person I am. Even if I'm not good at it right now, I'm gonna work at it so much that boom, I'm gonna get it. Like I know I'm gonna get it. Like anything you put me, any type of thing, I'm gonna work. I'm gonna make sure I'm good at it. So just as far as just, I feel like it's versatile. Get the ball in my hands, run, running routes, catching it, um, whatever you can do. You know, whatever I can do, I, I feel like I can. You know, I can I can do at a high level. So I say versatile for me um, and, and just, yeah, I, I've been just trying to prove that my whole career. And that's what I'm trying to do now. Yeah, you had two games in 2020. That's all that Fort Valley played because of COVID. And you yeah. went for over 140 yards in both of those games. Like what was clicking for you at that time? Um, I don't know. I was just hot. 
I was just feeling it. Um, that was the first two. So we had a new OC, new head, slash head coach, new receiver coach. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to them. I got nothing but love Coach Wade, Coach Flowers um, at the time. And, you know, it was just – it was kind of like get the ball to me early. And that's what it was. And, like, the first play – if you look at the first play of both games, I got the ball early. Like, the first play of the, the, the first game, I think I took it, like, 40, 50 yards. Very first play. And this is – this is after COVID and all everything, so I was like, you know, what I mean, I'm just gonna make the most of it. And boom, when I got comfortable and got clicking, it just—I don't know. I don't even know how to explain it. Like it just—it's like I'm not even there no more. Like something just take over my body. I'm just—I'm just playing. Like so, it—it it was just—it was get the ball to me early. And when I get comfortable, I don't feel like no nothing can. Nothing but myself can stop me. You know what I mean? When I'm in that mode, and that's why I got in that mode real, real early. And I did that in the real good in the first half of both games and I just kept it going. You know what I mean? I was just like, shoot, if, if this is what they're going to give to me, I'm just going to keep taking what the defense give. That's what I did. So we just heard Shamar Bridges break down who he is on the field and going forward, we're going to hear about his preparation for the NFL draft, including the HBCU Combine and Legacy Bowl. But first I want to tell you about betonline.net, the best wagering spot in the business, bar none. I'm not playing around this time. Listen, the big game is in a couple of days. Do not waste time. Go to betonline.net. See the player props that they have. See if we're talking about the yardage for Joe Burrow. We're talking about Stafford. Who you? Who do you even think is going to win if you want to keep it simple and not take as many risks? Make sure that you're going. for the bet on, Go to betonline.net for the big game. It's the only place that you need to be. It's the only place. But if NFL isn't your thing, there's still a home there. I can't call them the best in the business and they be one-sided. They also have NBA, John Morant going crazy, the, the Warriors. What is Harden going to do now that he's on the 76s, right? Hockey, boxing, favorite Vegas casino games. They have everything. I know it's like they have all of that. Of course they do. They're the best in the business. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. Bet online, where the game starts. Now we're about to hear Shamar Bridges break down some of the things that he's done to prepare for the NFL draft, including the HBCU Combine and the upcoming HBCU Legacy Bowl. What was your mindset? You left school a little bit early or stopped the season early due to an yeah. injury. What was your mindset as far as building out your schedule, building from October to the draft? Yeah, so I had um kind of cut it short um because of injury. Um, I knew that I have a, a very... Uh, you know, saying a good opportunity at this, you know, I have a chance, you know, teams come in talking to me, calling my coaches and stuff. And I know I was building, you know, I mean, a good momentum. And I just felt like, man, I go out there and I get seriously injured. That's going to mess up all this postseason stuff leading to the draft, training, bowl games, combine stuff. That's, I'm going to miss a lot of that. It's going to mess me up. And this is real, real important. And um, so I just, you know, played it smart. Got rest, you know, rested up. And that main thing out of the season was just resting, getting 100%. Got 100%, signed with my agent. Um, and then I got, you know, I am uh, got sent up here. I'm up in, like, the Atlanta area training with Chip Smith. And um, that was really just getting my – I think it was that, finding out my schedule, you know, when I was going to come up here, when I was going to train, and then the meal plans and stuff. So we got set up with meal plans and really getting on a consistent um, daily process of eating, sleeping, working out. And um, it was, you know, I got blessed with position to be 
in the situation where, you know what I mean, like an agent's going to put, you know, money into me to go out here and do these things. And, um, yeah, that was pretty much it. But I would say the main thing was just getting healthy. And then once I got healthy, it was ready to roll. And I came up here and I've been working ever since. So I'm like, I've been up here for a month, a little over a month. And um, I've just been getting after it. So. so you said you've been there for a little bit over a month. Yeah. How much time really went into training before you got to the HBCU Combine? Yeah, so I had I had about a month. I I had about a month coming into the HBC because I had started. I had already kind of like started again going because I, I had got healthy after the season before I even came up to Atlanta. So I'd already started again going with stuff, but the real training with the trainer up here, you know what I mean? That was I was up here for a month before the HBC combine, um, and that's what led me to me just doing the position drills because I felt like it was too early. Didn't want to put out my best, not my best stuff. You know what I mean? I want to wait to my pro day where I feel like I'm gonna put out my best things, but um. I was felt like I was ready position wise and and um so that's what I did. Yeah. So So how was the HBCU combine? I know it was an experience for a lot of people. What was your side of things? Oh, uh, for me personally it went well. You know what I mean? I came out there and did everything I wanted to do. I, I first was interviewing, letting people get to know who I am, you know what I mean, and get a sense of a just the person I am. I think just when you get to meet me and talk to me, I think you get a genuine a passionate vibe and, uh they really enjoyed me in the interviews and some people had already knew me or some people i haven't talked to they knew me so that was cool and then um then when i like I, said, I just did position drill so my whole thing was like hey like i knew you know saying people was, you know rock with me and, and had um you know a little name but they were still you know putting a lot of people like you know that really good players though but a lot of people above me um, as far as, you know, people to watch. So my whole mentality was like, you know, if they want to talk about me now, they'll talk about me after. I'm going to make sure they know who I am after. And that's why I made sure I did. And I think I just came out of the mentality like, you know what I mean? I'm, I got a chip on my shoulder everywhere I go. I, I was a smaller school, like one of the small schools there. Like, you know, so I'm like, oh, yeah, bet. I like that underdog mentality. I'm going to come and just take over, try to do what I got to do, just be my be myself, be, you know, go hard and, and, and give it all every rep. You know, if you see, like, when I catch the ball, I'm finishing. Is giving it my all, and you know I got a good feedback from teams, from people watching it, and it went well. So I I enjoyed it. I think it was a great opportunity for me, um, and uh, I feel like it'll be something good in the future. You know they can just you know just I feel like just moving the time of it back a little bit to help everybody. But other than that, it was all 32 teams was there. I mean it was it was good. So I enjoyed it. Yeah, and if your mindset was to make sure they remembered you, I want you to know mission accomplished because I was reading an undefeated article and a scout listed you as one of the two best position drill players there, period, amongst yeah. everybody, citing just your your great catch radius and your footwork. So mission mm -hmm. accomplished there. Um, yeah. When you're looking at 40s, and I know you didn't do them, but 40s, broad, shuttle, drills like that versus position drills, What's the difference when training for them as far as, like, I want to get my 40 down, but then I also want to have my great footwork when I'm doing my routes for these scouts? Um, I just say you just got to know – I, I just, you just got to know the, the techniques and you got to understand, like, you got to you gotta change your mindset. Like, okay, when I'm doing receiver stuff, I, my mind's got to be the feet, receiver, all this. You can't do the same type of receiver footwork that you would do on the, the shuttle and the L drill. It's a whole different thing. So when you're doing receiver stuff, you got to change your mind to football. Like, this is what I'm back to having fun. That other stuff, 
I mean, it's cool, but it's a whole bunch of things that we'll never ever do again, which is crazy. So now when you get to doing the L cone drill and the three and the three cone shuttle um, shuttle uh, drill, um, 40 yard dash, your whole mindset got to shift to that. I feel like it's football, but it's got to shift the technique, steps, angles, all that. And so I learned that, that you can't take all the receiver stuff to that. It's got to be a whole different mindset. Um, so when it came to position drills, you know, when we do position things, it's like, bet, I'm just back to doing what I love to do. This is fun. This is this is what I've been doing my whole life. When I get the L and, and the 40 and all that, it's like I need to learn. I always got to learn receiver stuff, but now I got to really tighten up my mindset even more because this is something I'm not used to doing. And just getting the steps, the techniques, and it's coming along well. I've been I've been enjoying it. Um, I'm learning a lot, and uh, I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna perform real well. You know what I mean? So, I think it's gonna all pay off. And then next up on the road to the NFL draft mm-hmm. is the HBCU Legacy Game, and you right. went in, you did your position drills, you did all those things, you did the shirts and shorts workout, but now it's time to put the pads on, and we yeah. know what you want to accomplish as far as the combine. But what are you going into the Legacy Bowl looking to achieve? Same mindset. I came in with the combine. Just leave. I want to leave. Remember, you know what I mean. I'm. I just come out there. Just man. Just be myself, man. Just don't try to be nobody else but me. Have fun. Um, enjoy it. I. Sometimes everybody get caught up in just um, just taking everything like uptight. This whole process, and I understand it. It's a serious process. You never get another chance to do it. Like you know what I mean. But you gotta enjoy it too. A lot of people don't even get to do this. So. Yeah, have fun with it. You got to New Orleans, go to New Orleans. I've never been to New Orleans, so I just gonna have fun, enjoy it, and, and play the type of you know my my game and, and and whatever happens happens. But like I said, same mentality I came with the combine, same with this one. You know what I mean? Leave, remember, leave people like, dang, who that is like, or you know what I mean? Like you know, I want to make sure they know, remember who I am, and go hard every rep, give it my all, and just let everything work out. I right, we just heard him break down his preparation for the NFL draft. And I personally really was excited to hear about the different mindset between running drills like the 40, the shuttle, and then doing position drills because it is completely different things, but you often do them at the same time. And now we're about to hear about how he is off the field. What are some of his interests in? He has a really great one, a really kind-hearted one that I can't wait for you to hear about. But I also can't wait for you to hear about Built Bar because it is the Swiss Army Knife of protein bars matter of fact it's the best bar on the market bar none and i'm not just talking about protein bars to bring them all bring all the bars you can think of into question number one because if you just want a snack it's covered in chocolate sounds delicious right if you want something that's going to benefit you as far as working out 17 grams of protein if you're just trying to start to eat healthy you don't want to get to week five and be like my diet kind of getting tiring. I've been there. I've been there. Like, man, I've been eating the same thing. I'm tired of it. Built Bar, you don't get tired of it. And they have so many different flavors that you can continue to switch them out and switch them out and switch them out. Built Bar is what you need to do. So listen, go to built.com and use the promo code LOCKED15. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-1515 and get 15% off your offer. It ain't going to be your last package if you go do it. I promise you that. So every time I hear you talk, like I'm constantly reminded of just what we talked about at the combine. And that was the platform that football is for you about something bigger. Can you elaborate to the viewer for that? Yeah. So um, 
of course, like I said, we play football. It's fun and all, but I never, I never, I never was a believer of we're put on earth to play basketball, football, or sports. Like not put on earth to put a basketball in the hoop. That's not your purpose. For like you're you're put into a, a a place of leadership, a place with a a platform like football, and it's what you do with it to affect other people. You know what I mean? And so me being big, me being big on my faith, I feel like that was what I feel like my purpose is is to spread that positivity to use the money I have to be a good steward of it to give to others that had way less than I did you know what I mean and um just look out for others and that's what I want to do I feel like if I can't inspire nobody and, and and to be great after you know I'm done I ain't do nothing you know what I mean so uh just inspiring others motivating others showing people my path and that you can do it and just being positive and doing for others just using that platform to whatever it is looking like like looking at somebody like a Tim Tebow or Whatever that you know, he if you go on his Instagram, he's always doing something positive to help the community. That's what I'm all about. Like I want to do that, and I think that would be uh, much more satisfying than scoring a touchdown for me personally. Yeah, and we specifically have talked about helping out the homeless, and I know you. I think I've seen a quote where you said like you're only one guy. You can't be Superman and save everybody. But yeah. what steps do you personally hope to take, and as far as helping the homeless and just helping that cause? Yeah, I'm happy. I'm actually happy you said that because I think people, it's kind of it's messed up because like you know there are people that really have that genuine heart that like they want to do that and then when they they're trying to build their way up and they're trying to do it like it's not as easy as people think like you just you know when you get money in the league like you got to make sure like you know yourself your family straight too so it's like dang like people are like dang where yeah he, he said this and that he ain't do it and it's like nah like I'm not Superman like I can't say the world but. If I'm pop, if I'm capable of doing it and anything I possibly can do, I'm definitely gonna do it and gonna do it. So, like you said, just um, just the the steps the the steps of that I, I say is just getting in there, you know, stacking your bread, saving it, being smart about your money, and 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 then just finding opportunities wherever I am at. You know, I'm, I'm, if I'm blessed with opportunity to play in the league. Wherever I'm at, you know what I mean? You get comfortable in the community, just help people out, you know, branch out with people. Um, I, I would say you 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 get close to other people that's trying to do the same thing and y'all build something. You know what I mean? That's something that I would like to do in my own city with other athletes and other uh I guess artists and stuff that are making a lot of money. Hey, that's collab, you know what I mean? Let's go do something. Like why that's that's let's put this money together and do something for other people. And like they got it, you know, worse than us. So I think that's what it you know, it comes to speaking out with other people and, and bringing people along you can't do it by yourself you gotta have a team and um i think i got a good i have a great i know i have a great family and friend support that would want to do it as well i just gotta you know get the bigger platform and one day i will you know what i mean i'm just gonna do it it's gonna take a little time yeah even if even if it ain't football like i can already tell that this is something that whether it's football or any other way something that's really important to you oh yeah and where do you think this passion for helping people come from does this come from your family does it come from just life experience just growing up mm -hmm. like just seeing it what is it a little bit of both yeah it's a little bit of both it's a little bit of my mom uh I, my mom and my family members having that genuine type of heart i you know have a family and, and people around me that have that same type of heart and genuine like they want to help other people so i think that was just carried on to me and then my my experience of seeing uh friends and people go through things that sometimes I didn't, you know, I didn't have to go through. I'm, you know, I'm from Jacksonville, uh, Florida. So if anybody knows about Jacksonville, it definitely could be a very, very tough city. There's a lot going on there. So I've seen it my, my own eyes, you know, the poverty or the tough things or the violence and things like that. And, um, 
even just, you know, having even my some people I know lose their lives for just go through tough times. So I was like, man, if I get money one day, like instead of leaving them people out, like shoot, if I can help them, I'm gonna help them. You know, it's too much money in this world for it to be so many people in dying need. You know what I mean? So I, I just like, I don't know. I just, I think it was just naturally my calling. And uh, I think I'm just putting in a position right now to, to, to do that, to, to, to have a bet big platform. You know what I mean? I'm kind of like, I'm not doing it to that level, but I feel like inspiring the move. I'm definitely doing it. There's a lot of people that look up to me that really like inspired by my story and how I got to this point now. And so that's like the first step, you know what I mean? So then it comes from coming out your own pocket or coming out doing this or doing that or, or you know, putting up an organization, whatever that may be. And um, I think I just developed a passion for it through my life, just experiences. But I think the people I have around me always installed that. They're like, hey, you're blessed. Like, you know, like we wasn't rich or nothing like that. But, uh, man, it's way, wor way worse. People had way worse than us. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I think that was that was something I always been big on. And lastly, not only is Florida a hotbed for talent, it's a hotbed for culture. So oh, yeah. how did Florida make you the man that Shamar Bridges is today? How did that impact you? Oh, man. Uh, it definitely has a big uh effect on me like you can see by my hair like everything that's just that's just the culture i think people don't understand that like they say like why people do this or why people do that but they don't understand it's the culture like if you grow up seeing that your whole life you grow up around it it's just like that's what you are like that's that's how you that's the slang that's something i love i swear i love every bit of it like i love the florida culture just we just got our own swag we got our own little thing like we just kind of like over there like if you look at the map we kind of just own our own type of thing down there like and i love everything about it the whole the lingo the hair the the, the cars everything i just i just fell in love with it as i, as I got older because i just felt like we just we just different you know what i mean and it's just it's just always cool man i love being home and 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 just seeing that and just you know seeing people come together and just the natural just the natural i guess uh this I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Just natural culture, you know. It's, it's it's not even something that's forced upon, or it's not something that people just try to do. It just happens, like you know. What I mean, you just you just fall in, in into the culture, and it's it's beautiful. I love it. Well, I appreciate you coming on the show with us, Shamar Bridges. Tell them where they can find you on social media. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at um show underscore time seventeen. And then you can find me on Twitter at uh, Shamar Bridges, uh, at Shamar Bridges 17. All right, man. I really do appreciate you coming on. It's been great. Yes, sir. Appreciate you having me. No, for sure. Take care. Yes, sir. All right, that was Shamar Bridges, and I hope that you enjoyed listening to that interview as much as I enjoyed doing it. It was great discussing his Florida roots, discussing his passion to help the homeless, who he is on the field. It was all great, and these are the reasons that you make Locked on HBCU your first listen of the day every day and for your second listen of the day make sure you're checking out locked on bets your boy q and lee sterling giving you expert analysis and insight to put a little bit more money into your pocket it's free game for big games it's really that simple and in the meantime in between time y'all can catch me on that blue app that bird yes twitter at south exclusives until the next time that we hear each other family take care stay blessed peace